Hi guys. Hi guys. Welcome back to the Digital Marketing Babes podcast. This week we're celebrating one year of podcasting. Wow, nearly. I actually can't believe it. Like a year. That's madness. I know, neither can I to be honest. So we actually launched our first episode on the 23rd of November 2020. That is mental. Uh, (laughs) It feels like things are so different now as well. So back on that release date, our Prime Minister actually announced like the winter plan. So this was back when we had curfews, Uh, we had tears as well, if you guys remember them. And there was like big threats of Christmas being ruined. So it was a completely different time. And whilst we're not all completely in the clear, and we're still wearing masks, we have a lot more freedom than we used to. So just yeah, completely different time. I know, 2020 almost feels like a bit of a dirty word now. Do you know what I mean? Definitely a dirty word. I, part of me also kind of wishes that we started the podcast earlier in lockdown because it would have oh, been... Yeah. We were kind of just coming towards the end of it, weren't we? Mm. But then we locked down again in January, so that was fine. Very true. But, um... <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely feel like if we started earlier. But hey, it all happened when it was supposed to happen and how it was supposed to happen, so. Very, very true. So anyway, what is this episode about, Alice? We were thinking, to celebrate a year of podcasting, we wanted to talk about our experience. So maybe some of you might be thinking about starting to podcast, or maybe just might just be a little bit curious to know more about it. So we thought we'd share our thoughts and our feelings about starting a podcast and just all that background information. And for the very few (laughs) people who message us and say they like listening to our chit chats, this is going to be an episode for you. (laughs) So shout out to you. Um, Although we do have a little bit of a spoiler alert, we are going to put you off doing podcasts because it can be hard graft and whilst we love the podcast it can be quite tiring right Alice? Yeah we've definitely had our struggles (laughs) but that's why they say that there's a something to if we were more prepared we I would have had this stat but there's a stat around how like most podcasts don't make it past the fourth episode or something is that true? I don't I don't know but I know we've come a lot further than (laughs) um the stat suggests people do. Mm. Definitely. And they say nothing worth having is easy, right? Very true. That is a good point, actually. So the hard work makes it feel really rewarding. And I also think, like, no matter how challenging it might be, I still always enjoy it more than I might feel any other way about it. Mm. Do you agree? I agree with you. Good. It's a good job. I mean, I've never had, like, bad thoughts about it. But there are times where I've been like, oh, no, I can't. As in, like, I don't have the time or the mental capacity. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, sometimes like, oh, CPA. Mm. So for listeners, we record genuinely after work. So we have to come with lots of energy. (laughs) And it's like seven o'clock now and we've both had a really long day. I mean, Amber was up at like (laughs) 4am, which is mad. Amber basically doesn't sleep through the night, which is so wild to me. I don't like it either. (laughs) So it's not intentional. (laughs) No, but I've got two friends at work actually. Uh, We have a group chat because none of us can sleep. So Honestly, if I message in the group chat in the middle of the night, at least one of them's awake. That's kind of nice, though. I know. And we have the same chat on on Teams. So it's called Big Yikes. And then on Teams, it's Big Yikes Work Edition, where it's not not suitable for work. I love that, though. I just, I feel really sorry for you that you just can't sleep through the night. Like, that's... Never alone. It's a nightmare. So, should we get started on the episode? 
Um, we are going to go through some of questions that some of you have shared with us in recent weeks and also questions that we think would be helpful to reflect on. Hopefully you guys will find it useful slash interesting. So getting the thumbs up from Amber, we're ready to go. So I'm going to kick off with the very first question. Oh, that's Amber opening a bottle of wine. Are we drinking for this? No, I was just kidding. (laughs) Oh, I was like, I have gin, I can do a shot, but... Do you have gin? Yeah. Oh, fuck it, I'll just open the wine. I was just going to have a little shot just to get me going, but you don't have to open your wine. It's too late now. Gone and done it, haven't I? Okay, (laughs) shall we do a little... I'm just using a cap full, so I don't have a shot glass in my room. Cheers! (laughs) Uh, so Amber decided to glug her drink at 730 <laughs> I feel like that would be a good gif okay now that we've uh, had a bit of alcohol in us I doubt it's going to do some damage but you never know so I'm going to kick it off with a question so Amber why did we start the digital marketing babes podcast and this is a great question for you because actually it was Amber's idea It was my idea. It was my brainchild. So I had always wanted to do a podcast when I was doing my journalism undergraduate. And one of my lecturers, Dr. Tom, he was like, go for it, do it. Because there was a really like great radio studio at university, but I just didn't have the person I wanted to do it with, you know? And back then I wanted to be, I wanted to be a pop culture podcast. And now there's, I mean, I could have been the original comments by celebs, you know, but I missed, I missed that window. It's a lot of work as well. Like you've got to be all over it all the time. I know, but I was doing journalism. It was, it would have been fine, but yeah, I could have been that, but I wasn't. So anyway, put it on the back burner and then pandemic rolled around. I found myself out of a professional role. And when I was trying to upskill myself, I found it hard to find out what I needed to know, what I should know and the best places to go for resources and whatnot. And so I thought, well, what if... I found someone who had a great mind to team up with me to make a podcast to help other people in the same predicament, upskill and get knowledge and, I don't know, just make information more accessible. I love that. Is that why you... I I just assumed you've had up with me because we were both marketing girls. Oh, no. (laughs) It wasn't just that, no. (laughs) I just thought it was convenient. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, no, I um. I mean, I knew you were like at the top of your game anyway, but I feel like you have the right vibe for a podcast because you, you know, it's not just anyone for a podcast, is it? That's true. I do think we complement each other quite well. Mm. Like I'm definitely very serious and direct and Amber brings the ray of sunshine that's definitely needed. <laughs> Otherwise yeah. it would just be sounding like LBC and no one wants that. No, but I feel like because we're at different places and our skill sets are different and like at different levels, it's really nice because we meet in the middle. Yeah. And we provide information at a level that is accessible to all, whether they are advanced in their careers or just starting out. Mm. Like I feel like I kind of explain things like a kid's book almost. Explain it like I'm five. You are. I, I kind of like that. I think that is one thing we're both quite good at is like making information quite accessible in different ways. Definitely. Because I just always hate that like, I don't think digital marketing, you have to pay thousands of pounds, thousands and thousands of pounds for good digital marketing because like small businesses need that support Mm. so yeah i agree oh so it's so interesting and when so talk through like kind of when you decided 
obviously I know the story, but the listeners don't, uh, when you like decided to set up the podcast, what happened from there? Um, I think I sent you a WhatsApp saying, uh, do you want to start a podcast? And uh, you said, okay. I think I was like, yes, what are we, what's it about? What are we going to call it? I was, straight away, I was straight away like, yes, give me the information. <laughs> I was quite keen. Yeah, you were really on board. And I was like, what? Wow, okay. We bounced around a few names. So I think we settled on the digital marketing babes kind of like ironically, right? <laughs> you you settled on it. It was Amber's, That yeah, that was like your idea as well for the name. And I loved it because... I think it was meant to be like a play on like Boss Babe, mm, yes. GEO, <laughs> which like <laughs> always makes me think, um, do you remember Talisa from N-Dubs? Ofs. She has that tattoo that says the, the female, female boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw that on Love of Hans today and it actually like that kind of language makes me think of that. But I just loved it when I was like, babe, and it's also inclusive language as well because we have listeners that are women men non-binary so we want to make sure that like babe is a a gender neutral term it's a universal term as well isn't it yeah (laughs) uh so we don't want to just be exclusive to girls even though we are mainly gals that's fine yeah i mean when people say what's your podcast called i actually say digital marking babes Oh my god, I couldn't even say that properly. No, that sounds like a proper Essex babe. <laughs> exactly, that's what I was going for. Digital marketing babes. You're out, babes. Yeah, right? <laughs> really sorry to anyone listening in Essex. <laughs> uh, I have family in Essex and they actually... One of them doesn't sound like Tally, the other one does. So I get the best of both. Like Hannah Montana, but in Essex. Exactly. So when we... like. That is basically the reason why we wanted to start it. It was Amber's amazing idea. And I had done a f- been at like a few guest appearances on podcasts, not for marketing, but for like the charity sector. And I actually quite enjoyed it. So I was like, yeah, I was definitely keen. And I wanted to do a bit more marketing and sharing my knowledge. So yeah, I was just really happy that you asked. Because I, I honestly don't think I would have had the balls to do it myself. Or, like, have the idea and propose it. So, yeah, thank you for coming to me. No worries. I mean, I feel like you definitely could do it yourself, but it just wouldn't be the same without me, you know? It definitely wouldn't. Please don't leave. <laughs> I'm not gonna. And also, I just want to say, I um, I went for a job last year before, I, like, in September time. No, August time. And they said to me, um, I nailed the interview, like, so hard. I knew I hit every single question on the head. And they said no and I was like why and they're like because you're not passionate enough about digital marketing and I was like excuse me Uh I've literally just done my master's in digital media practice advertising marketing and branding design like how is that not passionate about digital also how do you express passion like I've dedicated years of my life to digital marketing like what more do you want from me Literally, I honestly have no idea what their problem was, but at the end of the day, they've lost out because whoever they hired, job was up again like six weeks later. I feel like some organisations, like, they just have like all these red flags. Mm. And it's like sometimes I think something out there is protecting us. Definitely. It's just only not meant to be. Like, I was meant to be a primary school teacher, and (laughs) when that didn't happen, it felt like the worst day of my life. And I was like, I'm a failure. And then, like, two years later, I realised, actually, 
I made a like a really good decision. Uh, obviously, a lot of luck. I fell into a job, but no, I can't see yeah. you as a Miss Rath. Well, I can, but I can't. I also don't like, like kids, so I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, that's why I can't see you. <laughs> but I can because of your work ethic and like I don't know. You're just drill sergeant, isn't it? Yeah, I think I would have been really awful. So lucky kids, right? <laughs> Should we move on to question numero deux? Go for it. What has been your biggest achievement? This is a good one. I think the one that I was most excited for was our 10k downloads. Now, for people who are listening, downloads is seem to be like one of the most common success metrics for a podcast, but it doesn't actually mean that because you could download the episodes and not actually listen to them. So downloads don't necessarily move you up higher in the charts, but it's just kind of like a good indicator of like your audience growing. And I think hitting 10k downloads in like seven months, I think it was, I was like, this is, it made me feel really nice. And for me, I really like trying to get as many listeners as possible because I think our when our, our content was good, but we've definitely got a lot better since our first episode in terms of our like how we talk to people, kind of our like relationship. Mm. And I just yeah, I like seeing more people listening to us. So long winded way of saying ten K downloads. Yeah, it's nice to know that we actually have people who listen. Because sometimes it can be hard to when we're putting it together and recording and stuff. It's hard to know. 100%. And then we actually get people who listen to us and they come back for more. Which is amazing. It's really great. I love it. Amber, what do you think you, for you has been the biggest achievement? Um, I feel like doing the podcast, I have just expanded my knowledge so much. Like I feel I've learned so much. And to me, that's a really big achievement because I'm able to have the confidence at times to say, ah, I know the answer to this. I can do this. I agree. I actually... I have an answer for you. (laughs) I think for you, the biggest achievement podcast related should be the snack episodes. So for anyone who doesn't know, we launched with our main (laughs) episodes. And then at some point along the way, Amber had a suggestion of to bring in more people to, again, make it more accessible for those people who are a bit busy, making like five minute episodes and again you had the idea to call them snacks and the copy around it was making you know bite-sized content to keep you full until our next full-length episode (laughs) and I just think again that's amazing like I I never would have thought of that it just I think it fits really well and it's one of the things I'm I am most proud to show people like when people at work or I say I do a podcast I'll always send them a couple of snack episodes and I feel like if people enjoy that then it's a good way and it's also a good opportunity for us to talk about things that we're separately quite good at. I just think it's amazing and you're amazing for coming up with that. Thank you. I feel really flattered. I think it was like around February time you know when you we did that polyfiller episode I feel like it was around that time. Yeah I (laughs) (laughs) because you're talking about brownies a lot. Yeah it's all kind of blends together. Mm -hmm. Yeah how did you I come up with that idea again Amber's just creative I am I think I just had the idea of the copy in my mind and I also feel like it was such a good way for people to listen on the go because if you send someone a 45 minute episode they might think oh, I'll listen to that later and later it becomes five minutes you know you can do it and it's accessible and it's quick and I do I really like that and I was also thinking 
We appeared in the top 10 once, which was amazing, which is something else. I love looking at the data. It's like a new set of data that I get to look at. I'm not all about numbers. I love the messages we get, of course. But yeah, it's kind of just nice seeing our position. And when we made it into the top 10, I think I was very excited. I mean, there are many times I've cried tears of joy. We know I cry a lot, though, so. (laughs) Same, actually. We've done a fair bit. I'm quite proud of ourselves. Yes, I mean, I think we just need a big pat on the old back here. Oh my god, weren't we nominated for an award as well, actually? <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, do you remember, like, in the summertime or before summer, uh... some kind of Facebook award? Yeah, we didn't win, but... No, <laughs> we were nominated, that's the start. That's so true. I feel I would love us to win a podcast award, but maybe that's something to work towards. That could be our next goal. Yeah, I think for us, we want to continue growing, obviously tailoring our content. So we're reliant on our listeners. So you lovely lot to give us feedback, like let us know what you want. Because if you tell us what you want, then you're going to be more likely to listen. So yeah, asking you shall get, babies. Yeah, we're quite good like that. (laughs) Definitely. But I feel like because we've touched on sort of most things at kind of a basic level, it's a chance for us to also delve deeper now that we've sort of covered the basics and we can refer everyone back to, oh, well, we covered this loosely here, but now we're going to dive deep into it so you can actually like proper nail the shit out of it, bitch. Nail the shit out of it, bitch. Love it. I feel like, is that a quote? That could replace live, laugh, love, I think. (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely on some white woman. (laughs) Bathroom wall. No, the shit out of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my um, my nail bar has all those kind of like live, laugh, love, like wall stickers. And I just like, I sit there and I'm like, this is so funny. Oh, it's like God. all this stuff about like family and all like, oh. I find them so cringy, but your nails are so good. So I understand why you keep going there. So Yeah, it is quite cringe, but they're all incredible people. And I'm like, I think it's like the people that go there probably like love that stuff. Right. So... They know their audience. That's, that's true. That is uh, marketing at its finest. They're probably like affiliated with B&M and uh, The Range. <laughs> I still haven't been to a B&M. Oh, Alice. It's not me being snobby. I love, love a bargain, but there's just not one like near me. I think it's about like a good like half an hour drive. And I think that's quite far for B&M. I mean, my one was about 20 minutes drive, but now it's now 10. Oh, uh, maybe I'll go. Maybe you just come to Bournemouth. I know, I need to do that. We said we would do meet up and then do an in-person episode because I think that'd be fun. Mm. I did have an idea that we could do a drunk episode, but I feel like that'd be quite chaotic. I think it'd be great though. (laughs) Yeah, it would be good. Don't think many people would listen though. They'd be like, what the fuck is this? I don't know. People go to drunk Shakespeare. They'll be like that, but better. Very true. If podcasting be the food of knowledge, play on. Ooh, Shakespeare. (laughs) Amber Spear. (laughs) Right, Amber. So I think we've done enough bragging anyway. We're very proud of ourselves, obviously, but it hasn't been without the challenges. So, Amber, what do you think has been, like, the most challenging thing about podcasting for the Digital Marketing Maze podcast, but also, like, can you give any, like, wider advice for maybe the babes who want to do a podcast? Um, The most challenging thing about podcasting, I would say, would be time. Like, dedicating the time, finding the time to do the bits and bobs, and just the time, because... All good things take time and they need to be nurtured and to nurture, you need the time. So yes, that is challenging because whilst we're in lockdown, it was fine. Couldn't do anything. Staying at home on my laptop was absolute 
great. But then things opened up and I started doing weekend work again and had to go places after work and blah, blah, blah. So time. Yeah, that's a good point. So follow up. Uh, would you be able to give people an overview of like how we split our time from the podcast and like maybe how long it takes to edit episodes? Yeah. So how we split our time apart from the podcast, uh, I don't know. Oh, like for the podcast, like... Right. Um, I think the things that we do in terms of the podcast is we have the sound editing, the recording time, the time to put together an episode. So sometimes we kind of wing it, but other times we actually write it. Uh. <laughs> and do proper research. Like I look at textbooks guys yeah the latest and greatest digital textbooks to get some knowledge sometimes yeah literally i'm just grateful i've got that at my fingertips that's so true i've got some old marketing textbooks that i've used before so we pull that apart obviously we have uh some social channels so we primarily use instagram but we have linkedin and tiktok as well so that's kind of a lot of work as well in terms of creating the content managing it as well I think that's the main thing. Oh, and then also, like, I guess it comes under, like, the admin side. So if we want to bring on a guest, we have to, like, do research about them so we can send them an email uh, to ask and uh, kind of, like, put together those questions and make sure they feel like they know our structure and what we want to do. And I listen to the episodes and schedule them, so that's the time to do that. So, yeah, a fair bit, which is why it's really nice doing it with someone else because I really don't think it's feasible to do it as one person even though loads of people do it but I just don't know how see the ones that are one man bands you can tell though because there is always um, a lack in quality in some aspects so be it the content they create or the sound of their podcast whereas all throughout I feel like we've always had a consistently good sound like even when I was editing because I was quite hot on the way things sounded because with audio only you can't have a bad sound because there's nothing to distract the listener from what's going on. Like, you've got to have a good sound. That's why I would never make it as a radio singer, but as an, you know, an in-person opera singer, I've got it all. <laughs> okay. That is a really good point, though, around the sound, that there's that when it's inconsistent. I find it's frustrating when people have guests and the guest noise or their guest sound is, like, really really fuzzy because i'm like well i want the expert to be amplified and it's like yeah it's yeah mm. but amber's always been really good at doing the sound editing and i know it takes a fair while we recently delegated to two incredible sound editors which uh you can find them they're called siren studios two wonderful girls that uh do it for us and it's been a big help like i think it does give us a bit more time back Definitely, because I, w I would donate my Sunday mornings to it. And I, whilst I liked it, like it was good to have purpose. Do you know what I mean? Like purpose on a Sunday morning. But at the same time, it was like, oh, I would really like to go out for breakfast. And I have been going out for breakfast on a Sunday now, so. Yay. It's all worth it. <laughs> yes. So yeah, I th I completely agree with Amber. That definitely most challenging thing is the time. Yeah, I think that is literally the only restriction. Every other aspect has been great. Maybe the only other thing is like getting listeners. Like, mm. I remember when we first launched our podcast yes. in November 2020. Um, 23rd. I 
like the first episode I went out to basically everyone I knew and was like please can you download our podcast because I just wanted to see those downloads go up um and I was really excited and like we had really small numbers when we first launched but I was just so excited and then I said to Amber that basically for the next month for December that we were gonna not ask our friends and family to download the episode because we wanted real listeners. So in November, we had 164 downloads, which a lot of them were friends and family. And then in December, we had 374, which some of that was still friends and family. But by that time, we had a few people who had actually listened from our Instagram. We were trying to grow our Instagram presence and we were also trying to ask people to listen as well. So yeah, if you've been listening since December, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. And if you're a new listener, thank you. And we hope that you stay with us. Alice, is the gin still to hand? Yeah. I've got really good news for you. What? We've just hit 20,000 downloads. What? (laughs) I was lying. No, we have. Stop it. One sec. Logs in to Buzzsprout. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) What? Uh, So, 20,051 downloads in total. Oh my god. (sighs) Thank you guys. This is also a cheers to you. Yes. Like, you actually come back and listen to us. So this is why we do generally want your feedback, because... It means that we can get more downloads and it means we can drink more to celebrate. You, We will know I'm thirsty. <laughs> Cheers. I'm going to do something to celebrate. I don't know what, though. I'm going to go downstairs and have a gin after this. I'll tell you that for free. I'm going to do a special dance for the people for this. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> I'll take my clothes off. Just kidding. I don't want to get us banned. And Vanilli set up an OnlyFans for her elbow. I sent them my ID and they rejected me. What? Did they say why? I can't remember. They didn't. I didn't say why, but I I tried everything to get my elbow OnlyFans. I want to try again because I know there's definitely a market for naked body parts. D- that, like, are naked all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like elbows, knees. I mean, what about my nose? Wow. See, it's surprising that we have listeners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was crying. <laughs> I am great. I do have another question, though. What one piece of advice would you give to a new podcaster? Uh, The one piece of advice that I would give to a new podcaster would be... um, This is so me. Like, set a, a structure of what you want in terms of, like, how many episodes you want, kind of the style that you're going for. Give yourself a goal to say, like... Me and Amber, when we started, we said we would do 10 episodes... And we were like, then we will evaluate. And if we're just like flopping, people aren't interested, we'll just stop. Like we had a like a line where we said like, so 10 episodes and we wanted 100 downloads per episode, which was quite a lot at the time. We were pushing ourselves. And then I think we got to like, maybe like 1,200. And we were like, that's enough for us. It, it felt it was a small audience, but especially on Instagram, I felt like we were building such a good community. So that'd be the advice. And then... I don't know, I feel like you need to have a checklist, like you need to have branding, you need to have social, build all of that up. And I'd probably recommend like building a solid following before you launch. 
I was reading like tactics and making sure that you have multiple episodes recorded before you launch a lot of podcasts now when they launch they do multiple at a time so then when people they have something to kind of start binging on so they can get connected and then they'll be more likely to tune in for the next week and then obviously if you have a audience already if you have a thousand followers then they might be more receptive than if you had 50. Amber what would you give I mean that was more than one piece of advice very sorry. It was a very solid pieces of advice though so it's fine. Um, one piece of advice I would give to a new podcaster would be to have fun with it because it's, it's a hard work, isn't it? And I like that. If you don't have fun, then it will begin to feel like it's work. And obviously we do that during the day. Yeah. You don't want to finish work and do more work, even though we often both do that anyway, Mm. but we don't want it to feel like it is work. We want it to feel like it's an escape from work it's something nice we want to do mm. so yeah just try and have fun because yesterday at my graduation alan titchmarsh you know ground force he was like life's too short to not celebrate it and i love that alan i fucking love that alan like, titchmarsh the gardener alan titchmarsh the gardener yeah oh, touched his hand he man. touched mine do you have green fingers no i had white gloves on darling he looked like mickey mouse almost <laughs> Uh, is he like the like the chancellor or something? He is, yes. Oh, that's so lovely. And also, guys, just a little um, pause to appreciate that. Amber graduated yesterday. Whoop, whoop. Thank you. How was it? It was good, but it was obviously like a bittersweet and kind of sad to bookend my 20 years in education. Like, I don't know. It just felt sad, even though I finished my degree two years ago. Like, this was definitely the end do you know what I mean? Mm. And yeah, I was just really grateful to have been able to graduate and to even go to uni and all that kind of jazz because I'm the first one in the family. That's such a big achievement. And I also think it's nice, obviously it's not ideal that you had to have a delayed graduation, but I think it's nice to kind of receive your master's certificate and know like how much you've done since you've graduated because I know it's been like a bit of a roller coaster, but like just given that little bit of extra time you've really smashed it thank you i'm gonna have to agree it's been a it has been a bit of a shit show hasn't it and uh i don't know it's just the roller coaster feels like it's on the incline yeah amber's graduated she's got a podcast that had 20k downloads in less than a year um recently got like a promotion at work and recognized for the value that you add all good stuff and uh, all good stuff honestly if you asked me this time last year where i thought i'd be i'd be like i don't know like i'm so grateful so grateful yeah you should be very proud thank you alice wouldn't be without you no a lot of it is uh on your own i'd say uh you did help me in my masters though oh yeah <laughs> so actually it literally wouldn't be about you <laughs> that is good advice though i think that's really important because this is our hobby so we need to make sure we enjoy it yeah so just try and have fun have fun guys and if maybe if you you don't have a podcast and just listening out of curiosity hopefully you have a bit of appreciation also don't get us wrong like we're not asking for much it's just really nice having listeners we do enjoy it um i kind of enjoy when i go onto apple Podcasts and i search digital marketing and seeing our little tile Mm. i really like that yeah it is good so i'm glad i've got this hobby yeah it's nice to say i'm a podcaster oh i love that right so i have another question okay 
which is how much did you have to invest? So I, I guess we've talked a lot about time. Mm-hmm. So we can maybe talk about like the time that we've had to invest, but also like monetary. So I thought maybe we can talk about like the equipment that we purchased, what is and isn't necessary. Okay. So we both have a Blue Yeti microphone. I didn't have to buy mine because my brother got it for me as he wanted me to do voice recordings for him and his business. Yes. And then I didn't have to do it anymore, but I got to keep the mic. So thank you, brother. Results. Right. Um, So I'm glad I'm using it and not going to waste. And then in terms of monetary, I mean, I think I pay for Adobe still, which is like £13 a month because I got a student deal. Hashtag Black Friday. We love a Black Friday deal. Um, we have our podcast hosting platform, which is, uh, I think it's $9 a month, which works out at £7. About 7 quid. Yeah. Um, we use Buzzsprout, but there's others. And I think there was a free version where you could do like a certain number of hours. I think it was two hours a month and then it was only like... 160 days of hosting or something random like that yeah so i think it's good if you're looking to start you don't have to pay for it initially so you can try but then with two episodes a week and that we were like wanted to schedule stuff in advance it just made sense so we we pay for that and we get like a cycle which is a month and we can upload a certain number of minutes in that cycle so we pay for that we also pay for our website which Probably isn't necessary. It's good for our SEO, so people who are searching for us. Um, it's nice to have to link people to it as well. So it's got links to our Apple and Spotify, which are kind of like the main channels people listen to us on. And uh, we also host our training sessions as well. So something that we're really passionate about is making digital marketing accessible. And we do very reduced cost training so we can basically help students and people who are trying to upskill so basically all my five years of paid social expertise from what I've picked up over time in one training session for 10 pounds which is a pretty good deal cheaper than chips mate it really is um and I think that's it we did oh I think uh we also did get like um little hats for our mics like um oh yeah sound covers oh yeah uh i ordered us the inno gear inno gear microphone yes set so it comes with a stand a muffler and um mm. a sock and i think that's it so i think per month it's quite low we obviously pay for that and then we do pay for our sound editing uh which was recent so amber was basically when we decided to do the podcast, Amber said I would edit and she would edit and I would do like admin content promotion. And it just like worked out that she was doing a lot and spending her weekends doing it. So then we decided to deliver the training session so we could try and make money. So then we could use it for sound editing and really hoping it's paid off for Amber. So she has a bit more time if she can go for her breakfast on a Sunday. 
And you know what, guys? Okay, it is really nice to go for breakfast on a Sunday because it's a luxury that I just can't do on a Saturday because I'm either at work or when my nieces are here, it just makes everything so expensive. Do you know what I mean? Like, why would I want to spend £35 on breakfast that's not going to be as enjoyable because I'm going to be like, oh my god, Amber, that's what I can do. I can, like, put a fork in my eye. Like, that's not enjoyable. That is stress. Whereas if I go on a Sunday with my friend, it's a fraction of the price and it's just as nice. That's really nice. And I'm glad you get your Sunday breakfast. Thanks, Alice. So, yes, well worth it. Um, so I guess takeaway is, like, it can be quite low cost. Yeah, you honestly don't need much for a podcast. Mm. Like, the thing is, I don't know. Like, if you don't have the resource, then you can make it without it, I feel. Because the quality of headphones and the headphone microphones are just as good as a studio microphone sometimes. It's just about finding the right space to do it if you don't have the right equipment to do it exactly like you definitely don't need to pay for studio space we do it at home Mm -hmm. like sometimes it's a bit of trial and error figuring out like the best room you have to do it the best setup but i guess if you have like more time then you can spend less and we spend so we can have some more time to do other things and we actually still put the same amount of time and we just do more on instagram and linkedin and test with TikTok. So yeah, that's how much you have to invest. Uh, now I've got a question for you, Miss Girl. Yes. What is the benefit, or what are the benefits of having a podcast? Great question. Thank you. I thought of it myself. Uh, I think overall podcasting is a great channel. I know businesses use it to share skills and insights with their potential customers, and it's kind of a way of getting a wider reach and then like pushing those people down the marketing funnel but I think the benefit of me it for me is like just having some form of hobby that's like kind of like work kind of not something that I really enjoy doing and like Amber said it's made me learn a lot more about I guess like strategies around marketing and other concepts like guerrilla marketing or retention whereas before I probably wouldn't have like looked into it that much so I've really enjoyed that. What about you, Amber? What have been the benefits? Just want to say, I love that for you, Alice. Like, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I really do. Um, I'd say the benefits are... It's a great, like, conversation piece. If you're meeting someone, it's almost like being, I'm vegan, you know? (laughs) Yeah. How do you know if a vegan's (laughs) vegan? They tell you. But, you know, if someone says, oh, blah, 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 oh, well, I've got a podcast. Like, you know, it's just if you're in an awkward situation, it's a great thing to talk about because there's a lot to talk about if you have a podcast. Mm. Um, and I hate awkward silences, so that's really bonus for me. That's true. And another be- benefit is I feel like, I have mentioned this, I've learned a lot more. And also I feel like my it makes my opinion matter a bit more. Like, I feel like it legitimises the fact that I know my stuff. mm because I'm not going to be coming on here sprouting out BS, am I, if I didn't know? Very true. Do you ever wonder or, like, worry that, like, podcasting is becoming really saturated because there's so many podcasts and so many different topics and there's a lot with marketing and a lot on social? Do you ever worry about that? I don't worry about it. I know it is becoming definitely more saturated, but I feel like we are very different to what's on the market based purely on our sound quality our consistency and our content I feel we work really well together and we sound a lot better than some of the 
podcasts I've listened to lately. Mm. And for me, those are the biggest things because I'm not going to waste my time on something that sounds pants and the co-hosts don't have any sort of uh, charisma with each other. That's true. I'm brutal when it comes to listening to things, basically. But I think it's hard because you've got to find, like, the different elements that you love. Like, I've got to love the content, like, the kind of chemistry. Mm. And, like, you could be listening to a content and just not gel with someone and be like, I can't do this anymore. Exactly. It's a really important element of podcasting. Mm. Because I think I mentioned last week I was trying to find something um, for Facebook. Yeah. And there are a few podcasts I switched on. One of them was actually from a big brand sounded like it was like in a tinny car oh no that's really bad i know and i was like really surprised by that like a marketing brand a hosting platform mm. and i was like really disappointed and just because of that like they lost a the listener but i'm sure their content would have been great mm, that's true i can like have a bit of a sour taste mm. and like if you were a potential customer or client that's obviously a bit concerning i also think that well we didn't want to be like those american men that do digital marketing podcasts there wasn't money when we started that kind of like I I love podcasts I'm not good at reading I don't really enjoy it so yeah I felt like there wasn't money that was ticking my box oh it's like that sound where it's like fine I'll do it myself you know that tiktok sound yeah no I honestly I so agree with you like it's hard to sit down and read sometimes because we always want to do stuff like we don't want to waste time and listening to a podcast is a great way to learn and keep your mind occupied whilst doing something physical like making a cake going for a walk doing work and um benefit of having a podcast is opened up my eyes to other podcasts as well we love it well that was all our questions hot diggity damn (laughs) i've actually got one question for you alice yes where do you see this podcast going? <laughs> Million dollar question. Oh my god! How did how is this not included? Okay, so uh, where we want to be in two years? Yeah, I'm assuming. Uh, so obviously double our downloads. <laughs> oh. Yes, I'd obviously like to continue growing our audience. I think me and Amber would both like to grow our Instagram. I think we'd like to hit that nice juicy 10k followers. But I have been going through because like, oh, yeah. and uh, removing followers because like getting some spam accounts and I'm like, oh, we don't need them. Yeah, they're not worth having if I'm honest with you. No, so it's been a bit slower, but we're just being ruthless and getting rid of the bots. Um... Maybe win an award. Yeah. I think that would be good. And, oh, something that we're going to do is maybe have, like, an introduction. Because from listening to other podcasts, we go straight into it. Which, because we're so excited and obviously just want to get right into it. But having, like, a little introduction to people who might be listening to us for the first time to be like, this is who we are, this is what the podcast is. So I think that's a very achievable goal for next year. I love it. What about you? Um, so this is something we spoke about in our early days, but uh, like an ebook, I would bloody love that. Oh. Do you remember? I do. That'd be so fun. I mean, I know the perfect place to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Emma works for a, an ebook company. Is that what yeah. it's called? Yeah, e-textbook. E-textbook. The so smart study platform. Obviously got an expert here, so that would make a lot of sense. Mm. There's actually um, a talk tomorrow about unsigned publishers that I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking at. So mm. I'll I mean, feed you in. 
We've already had our dream guest, so... That's true. Which is Amanda Perry, for anyone that hadn't picked up on that, because I think we were very giddy in that episode. I know, I feel like we kind of weirded out. Well, I feel like I kind of weirded her out, because I definitely feel like she's, like, an icon. If she was local, I'd say she's a local celebrity, but she's not local to me. I think she's a sector celebrity. Definitely. Like, Robin had heard of her. Wow. We love Robin. Yes, we do. Amazing. So we've got big goals. Yes, we do. I'm so excited. Excited for the year ahead. And like, I think part of me was a little bit worried that we wouldn't continue and it might just be like a lockdown project, but I'm really happy that we did. Me too. Yeah, yes. I'm glad we weren't a podcasting statistic for the wrong reasons. Yeah, very good one. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for listening this far. It's been a very chatty episode, but very therapeutic for me personally. Definitely. I mean, gonna cancel tomorrow's counselling session. Great idea. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have any <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. No. It was um. It was a nice episode. Loves it. What's for dinner, Alice? I actually had a really big lunch. I'm not having dinner. I'm still very full. Fair. Thank you, guys. And for more information on us, you can head to our website www.digitalmarketingbabes.com, and we're pretty much on all the socials. Well. Instagram, LinkedIn, and TikTok occasionally. And not OnlyFans, because they won't let me have an account. Yeah, we're working on OnlyFans. Don't <laughs> girls worry. <laughs> right, well, I guess... What a day. What a day. Oh, my God, I've got a video to send to you. Amazing. Well, yeah, we're going to love you and leave you. Bye, guys. Bye.